Previously on Adequately Advanced Magic, what did we decide was the first thing we needed to do? File an entity? Yeah, I think we went with Doggo Taco. The intercom goes, now serving customer 205. The uh, the three of you see an ancient looking halfling grandma get out of her seat. Oh, I feel really bad about this. Uh, we rush to get to the person taking the tickets. Wolfred signals for everybody to follow him, and he heads back out into the hallway. We go to underground basement annex. Records kept here. Don't want to have same business name. And every now and then you see Wolf Tread sort of flash like a badge at various security automata that line the hallway. Gina takes the form and, and she says, Yeah, that, that should be good. You guys are now the, the owners of Doggo's Tacos? Gina does the uh, the slow turn to you guys and she says, uh, I, I think I forgot my badge in the office. Time freezes for a moment and the first drone takes aim and it shoots at Cayenne. Let's go to bank next, you know? I think uh, I think maybe we we steer clear of uh, a government office at least for like one more day. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Kyan and Ella, the three of you return from the district admin building and arrive back at Steve's apartment. The three of you are exhausted, and Ella is sort of bleeding all over the place. As the three of you head back into the apartment, Austin borks at you, and the three of you head to bed. I don't know what the sleeping situation is, though. Before we go to sleep, Steve does use his last magitech that he has ready for the day to cure wounds one more time on Ella. And then he goes into his room, and he, like, passes out on his bed. Yeah, did you want to roll for that? Sure. For, for passing out in his bed? Uh, for the cure wounds. Ooh, 8 plus 3, 11. Nice. That sweet max pre-long rest heal. I feel so good now. Oh, wait, was that to me? Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you so much, Steve. I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally touches uh, Cayenne. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I feel like I could crush a million skulls. <laughs> yeah, so Steve, you head back into your bedroom to go to bed. Cayenne, where do you go to sleep? I think last time Cayenne was staying in a guest room. So either, but as Ella seems to maybe need rest more than Cayenne does, Cayenne will be gracious and allow Ella to sleep there and, and Cayenne will offer to sleep on the couch. That's so kind of you. It is fine, you know. I am used to sleeping on streets, like, between streets and couch, I prefer couch. Couch is nice. Oh, God. It's just fine. (laughs) So sad. Jeez. Yeah, Ella goes into the guest bedroom and passes out. Actually, hold up. She definitely does a little cleaning of the blood first because she doesn't want to be awkward and bloody up Steve's sheets because he's kind enough to host her. (laughs) Everybody's so nice to each other. What is this? (laughs) It's it's nice awkward. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. If we're going to be in business together, you know, we can't start out on very bad terms. Exactly. 
Yeah. And the three of you guys go to bed. The three of you wake up and take the time to head out to the convenience stores to pick up the Magitech that you need for the day and return to the apartment for breakfast. Should Cayenne make breakfast tacos again? Ella says tacos? I make some sweet, some delicious breakfast tacos for, for my friends. Yep. Go ahead and do your survival check. Let's see. Oh, mm, that is a 22. Nice. nice. They're such good tacos. The breakfast tacos you make are so delicious that they give everybody inspiration. <laughs> wow. How does it, inspired. How does inspiration work again? Yeah, so your attack roll, saving through our ability check, you can get advantage on it. Okay. Yeah, so uh, these are tacos with the chorizo, a sweet potato, and a, and a, special, a special twist I added on it is to add cottage cheese. <laughs> oh, this sounds... <laughs> Sorry, I need my voice. I, <laughs> I forgot to do my voice. <clears throat> cool, that sounds so good. Oh, you think so, Steve? You you make me blush. These will sell great in the taco stand. Oh, yummy. The three of you eat your breakfast tacos and feel great. And then you guys figure out what you're going to do next. Well, because registering the business yesterday was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you guys want to continue with the next to-do item on our list? We needed the uh, funds, right? Yeah, we need to open a bank account. Yeah, but I already have a bank account, so like, can we get some? Can what else do we need? No, 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 no. We we don't want to use your personal bank account. Otherwise, we'll get the business expenses conflating with your personal expenses. Does that make sense? Yeah, Ella knows a lot about. This kind of stuff, you know, and I trust her when she says we need it and we need it, you know? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know what this has to do with making tacos, but uh, you seem smart and uh, so I do what you say. It's so we can, you know, help facilitate making money off making the tacos. Oh, yes, yes. Money, yes, I like money. Totally. Okay. Otherwise, we, we can't keep making tacos. That okay, would be bad. Now you have put it into personal terms that I can understand, and now <laughs> I am very now I am on board. Okay, cool. So yeah, I think we should do that today. Okay. What's the closest bank? Is there a bank of Falcons Reach, Joey? Is it the same bank that Cayenne worked <laughs> at? It is. Dang it. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Nobody nobody will recognize me. No way. I'm like very very distinctive looking. We can put a disguise on you. <laughs> Oh yes, yes. Yeah, I have, I have like a a shirt you want to wear. It's like got this cool design on it. It's Hawaiian print. Ooh, it's like a tropical vibe, like a like pineapple, like a, like you put in in a tropical themed tacos. I can do that. Yeah, and then like I, you know, you got a hat or something. Yes, I have baseball cap. I put my baseball cap on. I put on this outfit, and it, like, it's very tight on me, but it works. Yeah, the, the buttons pull apart, revealing your chiseled chest. Mm, it's a look. Okay, yeah, they probably won't recognize you now, right? So, you guys want to go to the bank? Yeah, both of you are so smart. Yes. 
Let's go to the bank. We go. Woo! Hopefully it's um, calmer than yesterday. <laughs> I was not expecting to get so injured on our last errand. Yes, uh, never been to a government office before, but I did not realize that it involved so much uh, smashing of robots. Yeah, me yeah, neither. I think their security's been a lot, you know, tighter recently. So, also that intern, super dumb. Maybe she's not in the right field of work? Do you think that old lady from yesterday is okay? I still feel really bad about that. Sure, she's fine. You know, like... I really hope that she finally did whatever she needed to get done. Yes, but think of what we got out of it. We got a business license. But at the expense of an old lady. If she had been where we were, I don't think she would have survived, you know, the robots... You mean if she was starting her own business? (laughs) She happened to be doing the same thing we did. Maybe. So, you know, like, probably save their life. So we are heroes and we should celebrate. The three of you head out and arrive at the local branch of the Bank of Falcon's Reach. The bank itself is small, but fancy compared to the nearby buildings. And the building itself is quite aged on the outside. It's definitely... One of the buildings from the original Falcon's Reach, dating back several hundreds of years. As the three of you arrive at the entrance, you encounter a security guard. You see a bit of a lanky orc with short cropped hair. He's wearing a security uniform and he's carrying an axe and a shotgun. Seems like overkill. You'd be surprised at some of the shady characters that come into these banks. Cayenne, do a disguise check. Would that be a deception check? It's actually just basic intelligence. I'm going to use my inspiration. Flies. Okay, let's see what we get. So it'll either be a nat 1 or a 16. (laughs) Thank goodness for the inspiration. Yes. Thank thank goodness for tacos. As you approach the security guard, he says, Oh, hey, don't I know you from somewhere? Uh, No, we have never met before. I am a new person to you. You are doing great job, though. Keep up good work. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to need you to turn in all your weapons and Magitech. Oh, uh, yes. Standard procedure. They will be returned to you upon your departure. I turn to my, my friends and say very unnecessarily, like, it's so that nobody can cause trouble in bank, you see. Cool. Cool. Do I just put it here in, like, this tray or where? Yeah, behind a security guard is a detect magic device that you have to walk through, and he has several trays out for the three of you. I hand over my my big taco cleaver, and then several smaller taco cleavers, and then a taco shish kebab, and then my two magitech that I have for speak with animals and beast sense. Yep, and you step through the detect magic device, and it sort of like scans you for a second. You feel a tingle. (laughs) A tinkle? And you head on through. So Steve steps up next. He grabs several trays. And he starts emptying his pockets and his bag. So he puts down a bag that's like covered in Magitech and like rune symbols down. And then he has Bob. He sets up Bob next to it. He pulls out like eight Magitech, Magitite like devices. And then some that have been like modified with their like insides like half disassembled. Kind of piles up in the trays. This crossbow, the bolts for it. Uh, I think that, you know, should be everything. 
We got this crowbar and hammer. You guys want that too? <laughs> nah, man. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, he goes through. Yep. What do you do, Ella? Supposedly, Ella has some weapons on her, which is like hard for me to picture her carrying all of this stuff, but... <laughs> it's the power of backpacks. <laughs> She's got a light crossbow, a dagger, a dart, quarterstaff, a sling, she... And bagpipes would seem like the most important item that she carries. <laughs> you never know when you need a good tune. Yeah, you pull out all these things and everybody's just like astounded. Because <laughs> like I'm, I'm not a big person. How have the bagpipes not made an appearance yet? <laughs> the the bagpipes make the sad decompressing sound as you put it onto the into the bin. It's like honk. <laughs> Goes on much longer than anyone feels comfortable. <laughs> security guards just like sorry ma'am we have to make sure these completely deflate before we can go forward i'm like be careful with these uh yeah okay and she's got several magic tech devices that she also places down and she puts down i think that's everything she walks through yeah the three of you head inside the bank which features a tall lofted ceiling that is also held up with majestic columns okay we, we get ready to, to wait in line i guess yeah it's a pretty short line. A couple of minutes later, you arrive in front of the teller. You see a tall female elf who she has long red hair and dimples. Freckles? Sure. Collaborative storytelling. <laughs> As the three of you approach, she's going to roll something. Initiative? Pretty sure it's going to be an insight. She says, hello, how can I help you today? I stare at Ella. Hi, we're looking to start a bank account. Uh, we just registered a business yesterday. Oh, she looks a little bit nervous. Joey, if this is another X. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I uh, I didn't expect to see you here. <laughs> she continues, our account manager is out today. Oh, no. But if you'd like, you can speak to the manager. I mean, whoever can help us. We'd really like to do this today. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and go grab our manager. Okay. Does Steve pick up on, like, their nervousness? Is it something, like, out of the ordinary happening? Go ahead and do a inside check. 18 plus 3, 21. Her nervousness seems to stem from genuine concern over her coworker. Mm. Okay, Steve doesn't say anything. The teller signals a tall male tiefling with a dark vest and dark slacks to come talk to you guys. He heads over, and he's also going to do a check. Why are so many people <laughs> checking us out today? All right. The manager comes over, and he says, Hello, how can I help you today? Hi, we're looking to start a business bank account. We just registered our business yesterday. Ah, yes, I see. Unfortunately, our, our account manager is out. Uh... He takes a look at Cayenne for a second and is like, Do I know you from somewhere? Eh, hey, what are you are you saying that all uh, Goliath look the same? Oh, well, no, but... Hey, I don't think... No, of course you haven't seen me from somewhere. This is first time I've been here for, for sure. Definitely. Okay, sorry, I just thought you looked familiar. No, it's fine. I don't blame you. You sound, like, concerned. Is everything alright with your manager? Uh, well, she, uh, she never misses a day of work, except for today for some reason. Oh. She sends someone to, like, you know, check on her and stuff? 
Uh, yeah, normally normally would, but the uh, one of our security guards dipped out, sort of disappeared. Yeah, what this is this worth ec- work ethic bullshit? Well, we were kind of hoping, you know, to, to get this done today. Uh, if you want, I guess maybe we can check on her. Uh, you're still wearing some former police equipment, right? Yeah, it's kind of like his standard uh, everyday carries some of the stuff. Uh, yeah, he asks you, uh, "Are you are you an officer of the law?" He eyes you suspiciously. Formerly, you know, recently I decided to you know open a business, change of vocation. But yeah, I was in the force, you know, about fifteen years or so. He seems to relax a little bit after hearing that you're retired. So sus. Hmm. And he says, uh, "Yeah, I could." If you guys wouldn't mind, I guess. Would it be really weird for, like, three strangers to just do this for you? Uh, I mean, we're, we're shorthanded. I haven't gotten a chance to hire a new security guard. Yeah, that is very unfortunate. He didn't even give, like, he didn't give any notice or anything. That really sucks. So just to clarify, if we go check on this person, we can open a bank account? Yeah, I mean, given, given that she's, like, okay and wants to come to work. And uh, she's the only person in the entire city who can provide this service for us. Yes. <laughs> that is really unfortunate. They're really short account managers, I guess. In the entire world. <laughs> you know how it is. You know, right now there's this whole labor shortage thing. Saw it in the, in the magical paper. Yeah, apparently you have security guards quitting left and right because this place can't get its act together and... Now this person's missing and nobody has the skills we need, so uh, it seems we are, uh, our hands are tied. Yeah, well, I, I'd really prefer someone who knew what they were doing was going. She's talking about working on some special project of hers. What do you mean, special project? Honestly, I didn't ask. Oh. Something about mushrooms. Hmm? But I, I, I can give you her, her address over here. Map updated with new location. Bing! He marks something on your map. Just uh, when you when you find her, tell tell her uh, Harvey sent you. Is that your name? Cool. Yeah, that's me. I'm Harvey. It's hey. nice to meet you. Yeah, it's nice to meet you too. Pleasure to meet you, Harvey. We'll check on her. Yes, it is. Uh, it is good to meet you for the very first time in my life, for sure. I want to reiterate just how shitty your disguise is. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just you in a Hawaiian shirt and. A baseball, a, a Falcon's ball. Falcon's cap. ball. <laughs> Let, let's say I also drew a really shitty fake mustache <laughs> and beard on myself. He just pulled the rim down real low, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and definitely some it's aviators. Fine. You gotta get some shades Ooh. on those eyes. Yeah, so I like can't see where I'm going very well. They're, they're actually called dragon riders. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever know. Okay, cool. So we'll check on her for you. She's usually not missing days of work. You know, like, unusual behavior. We should check in on her. Great, thanks. No problem. Steve starts walking away towards the front desk. I follow. I follow the others. Yep. As the three of you head back out from the detect magic machine, the security guard, he hands each of you your things back. Does everything look... In place? Yeah. Okay. Steve checks on Bob, has him go through like a calisthenics routine to check for functionality. <laughs> uh, once he's satisfied, Bob's in working order. He says, everyone ready? Yes, let's, uh, let's do, I guess, these grunt work and get uh, so that we can get our, 
account open so that we could have our business so that I can make tacos. Yeah, and you know, maybe she's in trouble. What are we, the police? No. I mean, I used to be. Oh, yes, you have such a great, uh, a great commitment to justice, Steve. Just, you know, just like you. Why can't these errands ever be simple? I know. <laughs> is Austin, like, with us, by the way? Do you have him in some sort of baby Bjorn, or is, is Austin back at the apartment? Uh, I think Austin's back at the apartment. Okay. Somebody forgot to feed him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, isn't he just, no, like... There's, there's actually a, a Magitech, like, auto-feeder. <laughs> Austin's trained. He pushes a button and food and water like dispenses. Or but not someone, too much food. Or someone didn't much put away the chorizo tacos, and he's like Uh-oh. on his hind legs, like licking the pan in the sink. <laughs> he's living his best life. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> just the good stuff. Mm-hmm, just just laugh, just laugh for me, the dog Austin. I don't know why he has that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we follow the waypoint. Yeah. The three of you head towards the account manager's apartment. And Harvey apparently forgot to tell you what her name was or what she looked like. Oh, no. Hey, uh, Cayenne? What is it, Steve? You wouldn't happen, you know, like, know what the account manager's name was, seeing as you worked there? It was either Sarah or Karen. The voice right. of God says it was it was neither of those. <laughs> can can Cayenne do a a memory check or something like that? Yeah. All right. Well, if it's straight up intelligence, he got a four. <laughs> Definitely Cynthia. <laughs> it's a straight intelligence check. Yes. Cayenne rolled a four. You have no idea. Uh, I want to say Cynthia, but that's not true. I have no idea. The three of you arrive outside the apartment building in which the address is located. The apartment itself is shabby, and parts of it are covered in moss, which isn't particularly common, but you get just like this very nasty, moist feeling. Ew. Ew. In front of you is the main entrance into the building, and to the left you see that there's a call box. Okay, since we didn't get her name, I'm just going to go ahead and call everyone in this directory. <laughs> well, that's a brilliant idea. Do we get, like, you know, the apartment number from the bank guy? Yeah, the apartment number was included. Oh, that makes it easier. All right, then I shuffle through whatever the call box mechanically looks like. I go to the correct apartment number. You hit the button, and from behind the call box, a little mouse pops out. Whoa. And it looks at you expectantly. I'm here to visit apartment number, insert apartment number here. The mouse disappears. It heads into like a little hole nearby. And a couple of minutes later, it comes back. And it shrugs at you. Hmm. Wait, hold up. Uh. Little mouse, uh, do you not know where the account manager is? Uh, go ahead and do an arcana check. There's a living mouse in there. Okay, I yeah. have I have speak with small beasts, so I can do that. <laughs> but there, there's specifically one for small beasts. Yeah, it's one of my traits as a forest gnome. I can talk to yeah. small animals. Nice. I can communicate simple ideas. So that's up to you, Joey, on how simple. <laughs> Cayenne also has a speak with animals spell, so we can both just <laughs> try to talk. Fourteen on that Arcana check. Yeah, you've seen this sort of system before. It uses a animal messenger magitech. 
The spell allows you to use an animal to deliver message. You specify a location that you must have visited and a recipient who matches a general description. <laughs> oh no. And you also speak a message of up to 25 words. With your check, Cayenne, you deduce that the mouse cannot figure out what you wanted it to do. Okay. Can I, if I take 10 minutes, I can do a ritual to cast Speak with Animals. I mean, you know, we could just try going through the door straight to her, like, apartment. Uh, yes, the most direct approach is often the best one, so we should do that. Is the door locked, Joey? You try the door, and it's locked. I mean, so if this is a racial trait, is does that count as magic, or I don't know? Uh, racial traits you can do whenever. It does not count as magic. Interesting. I can just talk to small animals in my head. <laughs> it's not yep. technology. It's definitely a genetic trait. It's science. <laughs> it's, it's, sci- <laughs> it's scientific. <laughs> mm. So I guess I asked the mouse. Um, hmm. The mouse looks expectant like at you. <laughs> How many apartments are in this building? <laughs> what is this ability? You can communicate simple ideas with small beasts. <laughs> I guess you're gonna be like, can you let us in, please? <laughs> Hi, little mouse, you're so cute. It's the forest gnome feature speak with small beasts through sounds and gestures. You can communicate simple ideas. I, I, think, ask, you... I think asking the mouse to count how many apartments are inside the. <laughs> yeah, uh, I apartment scratched that question. Bit... I'm also picturing Ella like chittering and like making like <laughs> the little begging like hand gestured things. Yeah, what does it look like, Ella? I, like, have my hands, like, cupped in front of me. <laughs> kind of like Alexis in Schitt's Creek. <laughs> I love it. I just, like, keep sniff, like, scrunching my nose. Yeah, both Cayenne and Steve see this. <laughs> I'm sure they think it's totally normal. Yeah, I think Steve's probably seen this before. <laughs> At some point. It was what uh, interested what? him. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so she just asked the mouse, can you let us in? Can we come in? The mouse is shocked that you can talk to it, and it immediately runs back into its hole. A couple of seconds later, it pops out on the opposite side of the glass door, and it hits a button. And the button goes, beep, and the door opens. Thanks, little mouse. Nice. Wow. The mouse waves at you as you head inside. I chitter in gratitude. Squeak, 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 squeak. He looks at you somewhat expectantly. It's hard with this simple ideas thing. We don't know which apartment we're... Wait, hold up. We do know which apartment we're going to. What is the apartment number? <laughs> Who has that information? We check our map. What is it labeled? It's labeled negative five. Negative five? Ella wonders. Meanwhile, Steve is like r- like rummaging in his pockets looking for like any leftover like food and he finds like a like remains of a ration and he like cans it over to the to the animal yeah the mouse eats it and appreciates your gesture as it is customary to tip the doorman in falcon's reach <laughs> we the door mouse oh no we are treating this mouse way better than we treated that old lady yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yes um i'm gonna attempt- the mouse gave us something important <laughs> this mouse is providing us with a service it's so much more useful to society <laughs> there that sounds so bad Oh god! I love old people. I'm not. Ageism. I'm not. Anti, I'm not anti. I'm not anti old people or ages. That's a good disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Warning: No old people were harmed in the making of, of this podcast. 
I'm gonna attempt to ask the mouse where apartment negative five is, if the mouse <laughs> happens to know. Can you direct huh. us there? <laughs> do do mice have an understanding of negative yeah, numbers? Yeah, mice do not have an understanding of numbers. This is tragic. In general. One cheese, uh, two cheese, three cheese, no. <laughs> I I take out five pieces of cheddar cheese that I have on me at all times. Okay, while you're doing that, Steve looks at the wall to see if there's a sign <laughs> showing where the apartment's at. <laughs> First of all, I want to point out that you have Cotija cheese. I have all kinds of cheese with me for whenever whenever the need arises. <laughs> uh, Steve, you look at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> the, the negative number denotes that it's in the basement. Cotija? Kayan, you pull out a piece of cheddar cheese. I, I break it into five smaller pieces. <laughs> And I lay them out in order. One, two, three, four, five. And then I start taking them away. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. To teach the concept of negative numbers. <laughs> That's not negative numbers, though. You're just adding and subtracting. That they eat the five pieces of cheese to make it go further. <laughs> <laughs> like, you get it? The mouse is offended that you... Pretend to defeat it, but didn't, and instead ate everything yourself. I have extra cheese. I give him a piece of cheese. Now I feel bad. Didn't feel bad for what we did to the old lady, but I feel bad for denying <laughs> this mouse cheese. The mouse looks at it and is like, "You gonna take it away, huh?" Communicates this with its eyes. Yeah. Like no, bitch. my little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> no, my little friend. This is all yours. It's not my treat. Well, uh, looks like, you know, the apartment's down in the basement. Can this mouse be my familiar? I want this mouse to, I want this mouse as a pet now. <laughs> Are you guys done, you know, playing with the mouse? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Steve, Steve leads the way. Yeah. As the three of you head down into the basement of this apartment building, it gets even more damp. And... It's almost like the air is smothering you. You guys arrive outside apartment negative five. You see a pretty standard apartment room door. And from the looks of it, it looks like it's locked. Steve does knock. There's no response. Hello? Anyone there? Do a perception check. Ooh, that's going to be a three. You hear no response. I... Use my larger fists to bang on the door. The sound echoes down the hallway. Ella's gonna cast Mage Hand to unlock the door from the inside. I guess she can't cast. She uses her magic tech. <laughs> Should re-say that. Just Joey, let me know if I can do that though. Here, we'll we'll roll for it. Go ahead and do an arcana check. Wow. Uh that's twenty-four. Nice. Yeah. You pull out the magic tech. For mage hand and you cast it and the floating spectral hand goes underneath the door and you fumble around for a while but eventually you find the little twisty lock <laughs> and the lock clicks open I was getting ready to kick down the door but I guess it's not needed just just we slowly push the door open you know to maximize the amount of creaking it does as it opens <laughs> The door slowly creaks open. As you do so, you see a single studio apartment with much of the space filled with comic books. Nerd. 
A rudimentary table nearby has the latest Wolf News Entertainment System, TM, for the latest illusion reels, of which there are many. You see a closet, a small kitchen, a bed, a bookshelf. On the counters are just packages and packages of prepackaged food. And there's also a surprisingly large amount of artwork on the walls. Steve does like a once-over of the room with his uh, years of police training. Is there anything that jumps out at him as being Investigate. suspicious or out of the ordinary? Mm, are you looking at anything specific? No, he's right now he's just doing like a little quick once-over from the doorway. Mm. Do a perception check. 15. Steve, you take a look around and there's some food on the countertop that has been, that was at one point prepared, but is now sitting there cold and untouched. From a general look around, you see that while the apartment itself is quite messy, there's no apparent signs of a struggle. Uh, Miss Account Manager, we are here to collect you for work. Hey, where are you? It's okay, we're just here to take you to your place of employment. How loudly do you say it? Oh, so loud. Kyan, you say this and go ahead and roll a perception check. Thirteen. You hear a weird noise, but it is not clear to you where it came from, or if it was your mind making it up, or really what it was. What did it sound like? The thing is that you're you're just like not sure. You you thought you heard something, but it's just like so unclear what it was that you can't even like make out what it is. Uh, did you guys hear that? Hear what? Yeah, I am not sure, but I thought I heard something just now. I don't know what it sounded like, uh, but uh, it definitely seems like maybe something happened when they asked around for manager for account manager. Hmm. Well, we should probably you know check out. The rooms? It was a studio. Is there any other rooms? No, it's just a studio. Check out the bathroom. Okay. Steve walks into the, the depths of the apartment studio. Yeah. What are you looking at? Uh, is there any other doors, like for the bathroom or... Yeah, there's a door for the restroom. Yeah, Steve opens that one. Yeah, you open it. There's no one inside. Clear. Kayan, what do you want to look at? Well, it seems like there's nothing around here. I guess I'll take a... I guess I'll take a closer look at the... I'll take a closer look at the illusion reels. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do a investigate check. Like, what was she watching most recently? Six. You take a look around, and most of them are raunchy romance titles. Ooh. I blush. <laughs> they titillate. <laughs> titillate. It's like, uh, one of them's labeled, uh, you know, 69 things you didn't know you could do with Mage Hand. Ella, what do you want to look at? I want to look at the comic books. See if there's any sort of information hanging around them like a stuck stuck note or something mm -hmm. yeah do an investigate check wow we're just investigating the heck out of this apartment <laughs> the heck out of it the heck oh wow that was also yeah. a great role uh 21 wow wow <laughs> whoa the comic books are also as equally raunchy as the <laughs> illusion reels except there's a couple of more educational books hidden amongst the numerous comic books. There's a couple on finance, there's a couple on art, and there's also like a couple on mushrooms. NFTs? Wait, did you say NFTs? Yeah. <laughs> okay, mushrooms? What is the significance of mushrooms, I ask out loud? Do you want to know meta or do you want to know 
are you asking in character? <laughs> yeah, what's the deal with these mushroom books? I asked <laughs> Steve I and Cayenne. Yeah, I mean, they're not the normal ingredient I use in my tacos, but uh, you know, if you want to add extra vegetable, uh, it's not. It doesn't. It's not bad to add into tacos. The only subject Cayenne's prepared to talk about. Steve does remember what Cayenne said about hearing something when he yelled out. So he's also gonna yell out. Hello, bank manager lady, are you here? Yeah, do a perception check. A little bit better. 14. You hear a weird sound, but that's about it. Any directionality? Not quite. Mm, okay. Does anything smell weird? Yeah, Kayan, you want to, like, smell around? I need to... Well, hearing and sight haven't helped, so we're going to try smelling now. Sure, do a perception check. <laughs> we're never going to find this lady. It's a... Five. There's a weird smell, but you don't know where it's coming from. I just say that to everybody. <laughs> Give it to us in the voice, though. Uh, okay. Oh, hey, here's another useful piece of information. Hey, I smell something, but I don't know where it is or where it's coming from. Great, 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 great. All right, Ella, what do you want to look at? She's disturbed by the smell. I mean, can she smell it, too? It doesn't smell like a dead body, does it? There is definitely not a dead body smell. That much you know. Like, <laughs> somehow in your years of working in finance. <laughs> yeah, like, does Cayenne not know what it's... Does Cayenne not know what it smells like, or... It just smells bad. It's more like... It's an odor that does not belong. What else was in the room? There was the comic books, there was the illusion thing. Yeah, there's the table with the entertainment system. There is a closet, a bookshelf, a restroom, a kitchen, the prepackaged food, and a surprisingly large amount of artwork. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess you'll open the closet, because that feels like a natural thing to do, is to go open closed doors. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you open the closet, and you see inside that there's several business suits, impeccably maintained, but also the, the weird smell that was in the apartment intensifies. Oh, God. Oh, no. It becomes increasingly apparent that the smell is sewage. Ew. Ew. I want to carefully poke around. Like, was there a sewer break? Like, what? Why? Why does it smell like sewage in here? Yeah. Go to do a perception check. Uh, that's going to be a four. Such perception. With a four, you see no pipes in the closet. Wow, it's stinks in this closet. I think this might be where the smell is coming from, Ella says. Uh, let me get a whiff of that. <laughs> I come over and sniff around in there. I start fumbling around and like, you know, going through like the, the clothes and uh, moving. Is it in like, uh, is it like messy in there? The closet itself is actually pretty well organized. You see that like on one side is all the business suits and the other side is like more casual clothes. I start fumbling around, like, just putting my hands everywhere and, like, you know, putting my nose everywhere to see if I can find the source of the smell. Yeah, do a perception check. Perception. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> it's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should give up on our dreams of yeah. opening a business <laughs> and is, go this home. Is, this, is what en this is what ends it. <laughs> I always knew it was a far-fetched idea. <laughs> Steve, I need your help. <laughs> We're both terrible what detectives. What hey. is it? 
There's Melly in here, but I'm too stupid to know where. <laughs> <laughs> he really got in there, too. It is, I'm so sad. <laughs> Cayenne, you rummage around the closet, and you bump against the wall a couple of times, and there is a hollow ringing sound. It doesn't really mean anything to you, but Steve will go next, and hopefully he'll find something. At, at this point, I feel it's, like we must have lowered the difficulty so much It's the three, with our blunders. It's the three stooges just, like, standing in front of this closet. So Steve, Steve walks over. It's like, uh, what are you guys doing in there? I don't know anymore. Oh, what's that? Oh, what's that smell? I don't know, Steve. I keep telling you, I don't know. Well, step, step out of there and I'll take a look. Okay. Steve's... Steve goes into the closet, and he rummages thoroughly with the experience of a police officer looking for evidence. Yeah, go and do a perception check. Steve chooses to use his inspiration. Now you think back to that delicious breakfast taco you had, and it makes your day brighter. Okay, comes out to pee at 19. Yeah. Hidden behind the clothes is a secret door. Having heard Cayenne's accidental bump, against the side of the closet and the growing smell of sewage you very quickly see that there's like this uh this hidden door in the closet do 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 steve tries to open the door yeah you try to open the door and it, and it just opens actually but the little doorway gnome slash halfling sized oh well ella you see this tunnel here oh wow i totally missed that for some reason that's a tunnel? Yeah, it looks like Ella's gonna have to go by herself. <sighs> Into the bad smelling place? Mm-hmm. This is your chance, uh... you know, to like, see what it was like to be an officer. Don't worry, Ella. If you don't make it, I will take care of Steve for you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, she looks confused. Uh, thanks, Kyan. <laughs> yes, it is no problem. Just so many implications in what he said. <laughs> yes. Anyway, have fun in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ella rolls up her sleeve. She's like, <sighs> okay. This, this is when Steve's like, ha ha. We can crawl in after you. I was making a joke. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great joke. Ella, you take a look at the hole, and Steve could probably make it through if he crawled, but it's a different story for Cayenne. Kyan, do you want to stay behind and keep watch for us? Okay, but I just worry that if I'm not there for you guys, something bad will happen. Probably, based on how this is going. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I guess I will stay here and uh, just be careful. And if you need me, uh, call for me. I won't be able to do anything, though. Okay. I don't know. Good luck, my friends. Let's split the party. All right, Steve, you ready? It looks like you can fit. Yeah, I'm just looking to see if there's anything I can leave with uh, Cayenne here. If only we had a mouse to really message us back and forth. So sad. Yeah, because I can't communicate with the homunculus other than just ordering it around to do things. I mean, didn't you send us messages telepathically to get us to all come together in the first place? That was magic. magic. That was like, that, you know, at the at the apartment, it has like one of those magical sending phones. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's not portable though. That's a very expensive. I guess I'll assume that something bad has happened if I don't hear from you in a while. Oh, I have this horn. I'll just blow it really loud 
horn blast if there's a problem. Okay. Uh, I will be on the lookout for your horny blast. Okay. So who's in front, Ella or Steve? Steve looks at Ella. Ella looks back at Steve. So after making eye contact with Ella, Steve says, All right, Ella, follow me. Okay. And I know you. I've seen you do uh, use that Magitech before with the armor. It might be a good idea. Oh, to do the armor? Mm-hmm. Okay. She pulls out the Magitech and activates it, which imbues a protective magical force around her. Like she, I guess she touches the Magitech to herself and feels suddenly protected, more protected. Yep. Steve uh, crouches down and has Bob take point. So he sends Bob in first, and then he follows behind, crawling. Uh, he's like, all right, Bob, let me know if you see anything dangerous. Bob heads in, followed by Steve. Yep. And followed by Ella. Mm-hmm. Ella, all you have to do is crouch. Steve, meanwhile, is prone. Oof. Cayenne remains standing in the account manager's apartment. The three of you in the tunnel, it rapidly becomes apparent to you that it's actually a vent. It's just so moldy in here that it's gross. Ugh, this is nasty. The vent heads forward 30 feet and then makes another left 60 feet. There's a couple of different vents that lead off on the left side, but at the end of the main vent that you travel down, you see some light. Bob reaches the end of the vent and he stops followed by Steve, and followed by Ella. There's a lot more weight in this vent than it's designed for, and it crashes down through the wall. Bob, Ella, and Steve roll out into what appears to be the maintenance room of the apartment, with an apparent path leading to the sewers. In front of you, you see a gnome, a female gnome, wearing her pajamas, who is tied up and also hanging precariously on top of a boiling pot of Smells like sewage water. Ew. Oh. Surrounding the pot are three grungs, humanoid frog creatures who seem to be dancing around angrily as they're about to apparently boil this lady alive. As the three of you tumble in, the frogs have like a look of surprise on their face. We're going to roll initiative. Hey gang, this is Joe, your mostly adequate dungeon master. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Adequately Advanced Magic. It seems like this arc is going to run slightly longer than I anticipated, but we'll be back to the main campaign soon. Join us next week as the party learns about fungal financial systems.